this is speaking on Psalms. With Holden Stallsmith and Nate Luxo. Enjoy. Ready? Perfect. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, ho, Merry ho is right, Christmas. Dog. Ho, ho. Yeah, he's doing the ho, Santa ho, robot. Ho, ho. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing the, the hobo, Tom Hanks hobo from Polar Express, the greatest Christmas movie ever made. That guy was played by Tom Hanks? That's yeah. so surprising. <laughs> he played so many characters. And... Um, Man, I'm just looking at our volume levels, and that's a lot. But uh, I think it's It'll fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, we're going to fix calm, it in post, you know? Calm down, calm. It's Christmas. We got a Christmas tree. If it's you can right see there. it on the camera, I don't know if it's working yet. If it's not, and you're just listening to us in the car, uh, thank you so much. We love you so much. We love you so much, and we have a Christmas tree that we're referring to right now. Uh, it's so huge. That's it is like, the think extent of, the of our Christmas spirit. The mall <laughs> Christmas trees that are super huge and very artificial. The one that Buddy looks at when yes, when Jovi one-ups him on their Christmas tree scouting. He goes, wow. It's like that. Exactly. All right. So, Merry Christmas, man. How Merry do you Christmas, feel about man. the holidays? I do like the holiday season. I feel blessed to have a good family that can celebrate and... It's all about Jesus. Christmas is. Amen. Yeah. I know uh, America likes to add their own things to it. And I guess that's okay to some extent, but it's all about Christ's birth. I've been doing some Advent and it's been good for me. How about you? What do you feel? I really like the Christmas time. um, I've always loved like that old timey um, 50s, 60s kind of style of music. And this is the time of year where it just everybody collectively kind of looks back and with fondness or it takes it and like molds it into something new which honestly recently it's been i've been seeing a lot better quality stuff not like justin bieber drummer boy no <laughs> i mean drummer boy i just hate that song in general i just don't think it's fun what about the one with david bowie none of it's good Peace on <laughs> what are some examples of the the good versions of uh revamping that style putting me on a spot Anderson Pack, um, Linus and yes. Lucy. Which he did with just a snare and yes. a hi hat, I think. Seriously? That's what my brother told me. Yeah. I need to see the video because I think Spotify um, records them doing it. But I don't know. It's a really good track. Lovely. And uh, it like, my mom got so excited when it came on because she loves Charlie Brown. And I love Charlie Brown. But um, I am it's Charlie an amazing Brown. track. That's the one that comes to mind. I was like, and Leve's Christmas song, Leve. That's pretty good. Uh, really evoking that really style. Good. I love Winter her voice Wonderland. so much. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, that's uh, I'm really excited for the holidays, and um, I think in the bonus episode we're saying this. No wait, no, we already did that. In the last bonus episode, we uh, made our little mixtape uh, for um, uh, Christmas music. Yeah, I know you can view that on the Patreon, but um, I um, I think it should be public. Now that I think about it, we should make that a public uh thing that you can it's listen to. It's too good. I've, yeah, we haven't made it yet, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> breaking the magic. Present of, uh, Nate and Holden not. We we're assuming it's good, but I think yeah. future Nate and Holden will attest that it's a good episode, a good bonus episode that's worth your time. 
because that's what we do yes. is make stuff that we hope is worth other people's mm-hmm. time. And if a dollar is too much for you, uh, we're like half joking. Like, honestly, you don't have to pay us anything. Yeah, legit. Um, you can still listen to it on uh, Spotify. We'll provide the link. And um, you get two yeah. freebies. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, we love our fan base too much. <laughs> Good problem to have. We love them. Um, after thinking about like Spotify wrapped and like this year, it, this is like a great season, but it's also the season of reflection. It's a season mm-hmm. of generosity, obviously. But then we're going to get into the season of reflection. And um, I wanted to ask about like, you know, because Spotify wrapped showed a lot of people what they were listening to and how they spent their time this year listening to stuff. I want to ask, like, um, do you think that you'll listen to music differently next year? That is a good question. Because Spotify wrapped and similar, I know that's not the only way to reflect on your music taste, but like similar approaches to looking at it is fundamentally different from how you listen to music. Because like you said last episode about how, uh, about how, you could rig it if you really wanted to, but that is so incongruent with the way that we naturally listen to music. And so if you're really going to be organic, looking at everything in one big chart, as awesome as that is, is fundamentally different from everything. So if that does yeah. affect the way you listen to music, I don't know if it necessarily should. Not not super directly because it's not it's not the same. It's like completely different approaches to looking at your music, like how you're feeling in the moment, what warrants that music versus putting it in one static concrete chart that isn't as dynamic as everything that preceded it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you're saying, man. So I don't know if it'll change that much. What do you think? I think, um, uh, we're going to get into it cause I, I love vinyl and stuff, but I feel like I've taken a big, that went into the backseat of like listening to um vinyl and like albums yeah. that way and putting them in the in the background i've been a big podcaster right like um listening to podcasts in my headphones and um i don't know i definitely uh took a pause and i want to change that of like finding music and like playing it physically yeah uh, but also for stream like i want to branch out into like more um be open to punk and stuff like that or something like that or um the ramones <laughs> my girlfriend uh watched uh listened to the episode where i said i didn't know ben folds and uh she would you know she told me off about that you know i should be listening or know who ben folds is it took everything in me to restrain myself against i'm so sorry yeah i'm just playing <laughs> i'm a broken man <laughs> and, um, i even saw that on um Eric's Spotify rap that he had Ben Folds. He, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah, like number three, and I was like, okay, maybe I should listen to him because like he seems, you know, like a guy that's worth listening to. Yeah, Stuff like that. Um, is there any genres that you think you want to give more of a chance? Hmm. Good question because I really wanted to give House a chance because I've always tried to get into it and I have a good friend who really likes it. And I was, something about my friends enjoying something makes me want to enjoy it or at least like give it the time of day. Like even if it's something that I've been prejudiced against in the house in the past, it was house music in this case. And now Fred again was my third artist on Spotify. So like that was something I did branch out to. Um, a genre I've been 
uh, neglecting a lot. I think, I don't know, uh, shoegaze and dream pop. I feel like I'm still a big neophyte in that realm. Like I, I don't really give it that much time or energy or consideration just mm-hmm. cause I, I talked about this a little bit with regards to slow dive. Cause I liked when they kind of veered away from that thick sound. And I think, I think it, I think it's worth coming at, uh, from a fresh mind versus like, I have all these like preconditions of like, I just don't like how it sounds. And then that that's following me when it really shouldn't. Yeah. That's cool. Do you have genres? I know Ben Folds is a good genre, but <laughs> Ben Folds. Oh, I mean, it's a uh, punk for sissies or something. Oh, like that. punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's where that thought came from when yeah. you said punk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. And um, also being okay with what I like and liking some weird stuff. Yeah. Like I think last episode I talked about the first of October. I like that stuff. Good stuff. But like sometimes I'm like I'm not gonna add this to my playlist because it's a bit a little weird. And but that's what kind of why I like it. And you know. Uh, being more okay with that. I think like, uh, I started listening to, um, what are they called? They made, um, two albums. They have the ties with the different colors. I know Ta- what you're talking Tally about. Hall. Tally, Tally Hall. Hall. Yes. They're great. Yes. But they're very punk-esque too. Maybe I'm just, I just need to give punk. Give and, punk a um, chance. Chance. Also, We've been in a Creed renaissance oh my lately. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. And I'm kind of enjoying it a lot. And I think I could give them and bands like them, like Pearl Jam and Nirvana is like a stretch, but like I can't think it's of It's grunge, you know? If you're considering grunge. Creed grunge, that's not. Yeah, I think just a stone Creed's stone definitely that. not a not too grungy but like that era of music i can get definitely give them more of a shot pearl jam's the weird bridge between those two bands i think yes that's very apt of you to say that's um that's that's how i'm gonna listen to music a little bit differently um and i think i have we have a little transition into our big old topic because we do want to expand on the idea of vinyl and what that means in music industry and music taste and just express about something that we love and kind of what we want for Christmas. Hi-key. It's all tying together in this beautiful present with the beautiful big old red bow. Beautiful. Speaking of presents, uh, we made a challenge for ourselves and we uh, went out and bought uh, vinyls for each other. And um, yeah, I hope. I think the price tag's still on mine. So. <laughs> I think mine's still on mine too. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We both said that we had vinyls that we were going to buy for each other, yes. but we decided not to. Yes. I will tell you mine. Okay. Mine like will only make sense if I show you the vinyl directly after. Okay. I can tell you what I was going to get you. And um, it was just too expensive. And it's the reason it's too expensive because it was an audio book seemingly from like a children's book narrated by jack nicholson what yes and it was like this animal thing i need like an elephant something and maybe i should look this up i'm looking it up i'm gonna find it look it up um here i'm gonna put my microphone down you uh you talk about stuff okay i was at the record store looking for yours and 
There was one album that I looked up just because the cover was hilarious. It was called Just Arrived! Exclamation point by the Pilgrims. I couldn't find it, but it was there one time and I listened to it. And it's not it's not great, but it's so funny. It's these three like singers <laughs> dressed as pilgrims on a boat. And they're like looking up. It's a weird aerial shot. And I think covers are so funny how they can entice you to listen to stuff. I can't zoom into this properly. That wasn't the one that I didn't get you, but I didn't get that one either. Just arrived by the pilgrims, I think. It's called The Elephant's Child. Oh, okay. Is Look this at like that. Noah's Ark? I see two elephants. I have three no elephants. Idea. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah, and um, Jack Nicholson did this. And I, I kind of want to buy it. <laughs> I That's might go awesome. back. Um, but yeah, should we exchange? Do you want me to give you your vinyl first or. I'd kind of want to give you yours first. Then do it. Is that okay? No, but you can do it. I don't know how you to feel. You should do it. Okay. <laughs> so we both really, this is what I didn't get. We yeah. both really like Joni Mitchell a lot. Oh, I love Joni Mitchell. And are still lamenting her departure from Spotify over reasonable grounds. But goodness, mm-hmm. I keep saying that girl was, that woman was like the third of my music taste. And then they just took her She's out. She's amazing. She took herself out. Um, the only, the only one who could (laughs) (laughs) on her own authority, she left Spotify and we've had to deal with it, but a good way to deal with it is buying physical copies of her music. And so I wanted to get you blue because I think that's both of our favorite albums, but I was like, okay, what if I got something that was kind of blue? What the heck? So I got you kind of blue by oh, Miles crap. Davis. It's Miles Davis. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this is a really good jazz album. I think. I, think I don't agree. know. Uh, the songs on this is "So What," "Freddie Freeloader," "Blue and Green." <laughs> yes, "Blue and Green" is great, and they all blues. That's all blues. An excellent one. Flamenco sketches. You got John Coltrane is on this album. I loved John Coltrane. Yeah. He goes, um... That was Giant Steps. That was really cool. Um, Thank you so much, dude. Of course, bro. This is a good... <laughs> this Sorry, is I a really good blue. gift. <laughs> um, man, mine sucks compared to this. Uh, it's the Christmas time. And uh, I wanted to celebrate your Italian heritage. That I don't have. You don't have Italian. You don't have Italian heritage. No. Um. <laughs> anyhow, I wanted to get you <laughs> Christmas in Italy. Christmas in Italy. Oh Wait, we my should have goodness! Showed the, we have a camera. This is my opinion. This is Christmas in Italy. And I saw the grandma and the two kids. Oh, there's a grandma supposedly feeding lasagna to a girl. And there's like a, is this a fruitcake? What is that? I don't, I think, no, that's gotta be a dessert. It's gotta be chocolate and bread. I thought fruitcake was a dessert. This is yeah, amazing, dude. Like- this is, this looks like a candid photo. Like it looks like someone just. Like, it doesn't look like models or anything. Like, yeah. they just took a picture of an Italian family. It was, like, perfect. But, yeah, this is this vinyl I found, and I thought... <laughs> Lullaby to Jesus. I knew, I'm going to be honest. I, I knew you were an Italian, so I that's why I thought it was really funny. <laughs> this is so good. I love it. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> All my favorites, like at the light of a star <laughs> and melody of love. <laughs> All the good stuff. It's uh, eclectic. Italians. Oh my goodness. There's some good art on here. Look at that. That's nice. It's it's decent. Yeah. I'm excited to listen to this. I don't have a terrible amount of Christmas albums. I have like a few, but so this, now you have something I to need, play. During I need the something holidays. like this, like to increase the span. That's amazing. Thank you, dude. Merry Christmas, man. Merry Christmas, man. Man, don't we love vinyl so much? Indeed. Why do we like vinyl? That's a great, great question. Off the top of my head, yeah, I feel like. There's something about owning music versus renting it. Mm-hmm. Remember, there was like a big thing about when streaming, the idea of streaming services was starting. People were like, I can't remember who said it. This is going to bother yeah. me. But there was a dude who was, he made like a video that was like, you rent an apartment or a car. You don't rent music. And then yeah. that's literally what we're all doing with yeah, Spotify and Apple Music and everything like that. We're basically saying we get all of this like on a monthly basis and when you have vinyl it's like finally paying that off and like getting it it's obviously not on the same scale because when you subscribe to a service you're getting unlimited songs or whatever the exact number is and the vinyl (laughs) probably (laughs) and with vinyl it's it's like inverted because you're paying more to get less, but it's that specific artist that you're supporting. It yeah. feels like there's more personality, even though you get your personality with like Spotify Raptors. Like, here's what you listen to. Here's what you can attach your taste to when you have like a vinyl collection or something like that. It's like you went out of your way to get this. It feels like it makes it more of a obviously literally more tangible, but even more figuratively tangible, like expression of what you like. It's a very tangible thing. I like that word of like. I'm Something that you can Christmas physically... in Italy right now. Oh my gosh! Like, listen, you could you could easily have like found that on Spotify and like listened to it that way, but it would not have the same effect of having it physically. And um, you giving it to me too. Yeah. There's also that physical thing of like, you have to work with it. You have to you know play it. Like we uh you know where we don't want to discount CDs. CDs are a thing that like you can pop in and you basically have the power of what we have with streaming in a way where you can like skip you can choose a song that you want to play and you can rewind and play that song again and again vinyl is very like um this is you know you set the needle and you play it will it will play each song going all the way to the end and then you have to physically flip it over it's this weird like that doesn't sound fun at all, but I feel like it's um, you working with the music, you like actually working yeah. on something that you care about, like that tangible thing, and you're helping it play the music that you love. There's like this relationship that you you kind of make there. I went on a weird <laughs> route on the. You're dome, right but... though. Like if you're listening to something on Spotify in your room. It, you're not the only one doing that. That music is also in someone else's room. Yeah. Undoubtedly. Unless it's like Familiar Horizon. Then maybe you're listening. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> That's my band. Don't listen to it. <laughs> Please listen or to listen it. To they it. made it's my fun. Spotify wrapped. <laughs> but there, there is still the possibility that you're the only one listening to them. You know, like statistically. Whereas if you have a vinyl, even if 
they're the most popular band ever no one is listening to that record like you are so i think that's a good point you're making about like a relationship you're establishing with the music versus something that's just dished out and rented to put it reductively yeah uh there's also a thing of um i i've been in this little thing i'm a computer science major right now soon to be graduated hopefully um but i've been kind of liking separate having separate machines of like things that do other stuff like i still have an analog clock i have an analog watch that i'm not wearing uh <laughs> um, Exhibit B. i also just like having a separate machine where that plays music where that is the thing that plays music like i could so easily have one like my one laptop that i record this podcast on that i have connected to bluetooth speakers that i can listen to um anything i want headphones that i can you know listen to the same thing it could all be on one machine but i like having it like pieced out together and i think people might also like it having a separate music box that they can also interact with yeah because like the more that one thing does in modern times like the more it's appreciated you know like any time you can combine things and like save sometimes it's about like saving room or space but sometimes it's about like saving convenience or whatever if i can have one thing that does all these other things then i'll be happier and i'll be accomplishing those things all at once versus separate ways so kind of taking a break from that taking a step back and saying like nope this is this does this exclusively and that does that that makes sense yeah i have one more thing about vinyl take it away um with it being physical and um something that spotify you know kind of loses is the artwork of it the artwork yes that is a big factor where like we love um uh you know how like artists kind of like can go off on on their like albums how they like yes. double lbs how they open up and it could be a completely different thing there could be secrets on there yeah they could really like invest on the art of that and um what their album looks like where um with spotify it's this little tiny box like the smallest it could be and um you're kind of losing something there that um that uh, rightfully you know spotify it's not kind of important um but when it's vinyl it is important and it also includes in this um, relationship that you have with your vinyl that um you get to enjoy it this other aspect that it could have that music could have is like the visual that's a good point that's a good point and you can see the details of the artwork and everything way more yeah I the amount I've stared at that like Fleet Foxes artwork. There's so much going on. There's so much, and I love it. Jam packed, yeah. We should that should be like our Q and A thing is like, why do you like vinyl? You know, like when we do we our that, yeah. on Spotify, yeah. We want to hear your thoughts too, because we're speculating why other people like vinyl, but we gotta Use ask. the features on Spotify and talk to us. Stop being scared because we love you. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, bad job. Sure. Uh, (laughs) We do love you. Wait, I've got a question. What are, I mean, you half answered it by mentioning Fleet Foxes again, but like what are some of your favorite artworks on Spotify? And this is the challenge because most people are going to be listening to us. Like, yeah, like if there's great packaging, 
like then obvi- obviously you think highly, more highly of the uh, physical release. But if there's like a artwork on Spotify that captures your attention, what what would you say? You know, now saying that, I actually remember that like Spotify has like improved on that area of yeah. like when you're wa- listening to a song, you can see like either a little bit of the music video. Yeah, the canvas thing. Which I don't like. But I like <laughs> I like when it's actual like the canvas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they do something cool with that. Um Coldplay did a good job with that with um uh parachutes. How oh, it's yeah, it's actually yeah. spinning and stuff like the that. Spinning. It's very simple. I also liked um <laughs> Spider Man, um wait, Spider Verse. What was it? No, <laughs> Spider-Verse, uh, Into the Spider-Verse. No, the first one's Intro. The next one's Into? The first one's Into, and then the second one's Across. Across, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Could not I think remember. Prepositions the- are there. <laughs> Dependent variable. Um, but they had like special effects where um, the it would light up a different color. I think they yeah. did that with Black Panther too. Yeah. So they're changing their UI. But yeah. that's still with with those examples, the last two, the latter two, um, it's still like the UI. It's not the actual like you're getting a relationship with Spotify, not the actual not the art. Art. Less so of the art, you're still getting a connection. Wow, what do you what do you think? Yeah, I'm thinking of the ways that physical releases vary from the digital ones because like for instance, Tyler the Creator with Call Me If You Get Lost that yeah. physical release looks awesome. It's like, it looks like a painting and he's in his whole like Tyler Baudelaire get up and he has like suitcases and there's a boat in the background, which he talks about Ooh. boats so much on that album. And then the digital release is just like his driver's license. Like it looks like it, I don't know. It's, oh, it's kind of minimalist. Yeah. But uh, the converse of like what I was actually asking of like a, uh, vinyl that isn't as good as like what Spotify shows like I'm th- the one that comes to mind first is when the pawn by Fiona Apple because that vinyl yeah. release is just a red case that says Fiona Apple on it I'm pretty sure and I'm like that doesn't make me want to listen to the album and that's yeah, like my yeah. favorite album of the 90s one top one or two and yet the one that's on all the digital releases and the CDs and stuff is like you see her face and it's the whole title the whole title like broke mm-hmm. a record for the longest album title it's like a big poem she wrote and I think that's so awesome and if that was the vinyl release then I think it would do a lot more justice so yeah. in that in that sense sometimes streaming can be clutch and be like hey this is what the art could be but sometimes it's the opposite but was it because of streaming that they um you know uh, decided to have it more so that way and then uh, they took it easy on the vinyl because they didn't care less about it because it matters less I don't know because I think that that cool cover that the one I know is from like the CD release so I think that it came out in 1999 so I think they had the choice of like okay we could just do the vinyl release or we could use the CD one that has the whole title and a picture of her <laughs> like yeah it's a little more enticing to listen to a great question speaking of questions um well yeah it's christmas season yep yeah, a little christmas season we iterate that a lot um if you uh you know, top three vinyls that you would want under the christmas tree 
Mm. Santa Big Beard um, comes down, <laughs> comes down the chimney delicately because he's holding three vinyls. Which ones are they? Delicately. I mean, he doesn't want them to shatter. Uh, I've seen a lot of stuff about the Awaken My Love vinyl by Childish Gambino. Supposedly, Ooh. that's like one that he put a lot of detail into the packaging and so i think that'd be a good one to listen to because that's a good album to hear all the way through like i wouldn't mind listening to just that one it's pretty short and i think like reading the liner notes and lyrics and stuff while listening to it because it can be very psychedelic and abstract i think that could be like a cool grounding experience to like really think about all the detail he put into it nice and I want to hear some of yours in between. Can we alternate? Can you give one of yours? We can alternate like we usually do. Yeah. Um, I thought went to the super deluxe remaster of um, the Beatles revolver. Knew it. Yes. I like, you know, um, <laughs> I might actually go. I might want a Beatles one, a Coldplay one and a Fleet Foxes one, honestly. Okay. That's think, hilarious. Which is what <laughs> it's what all tying together. Exactly in a bow, like you said. Exactly. Oh wait, no. I want the I want the super deluxe of Revolver. I would want Blonde on Blonde, bro, by Bob Dylan. What an amazing album. That is. I just listened to that yesterday. Really? Yeah, I did. It's so good. It is. That's one that I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. Interrupt. This is a conversation. (laughs) That's an album where like the first half has so many bangers that like just burrow into your brain. Like visions of Johanna. Uh, Sooner or later, one of us must know. uh, I want you. All those songs are so good. And then I kind of neglected the second half. The second half is just as good, if not better. Every song. I know you love fourth time around. That was my all, like that was my number one track. I listened to that so many times, it's and it lovely. never, it never disappointed. It, it's the second last one, I think. It's like yeah, the penultimate. It's right before "Sad Eyed Lady," the Lowlands, which is one of his best songs. It's all mm. about his ex-wife, and then if you listen to Sarah right after it, he mentions writing "Sad Eyed Lady," the Lowlands. Like those two songs go together, I really think. But that second half is so powerful and he like really hones a lot of the sounds that aren't like as acoustic as the first half, I guess. Like yes. I feel like there are a lot more sounds going on in the second half. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I know I just listened to it yesterday, but I was working. So <laughs> my attention was a little divided. But the part that was divided to Bob in the second half of that album, I really appreciated. Nice. That'd be a great vinyl. That'd be a great one. Are you copying me with that or? No, I'm just commending your choice. <laughs> All right. You've only said one so far. I've said two. So you got to catch up. I'm behind. Um, There is an album called East by Joanna Newsom. Mm. And if oh, I, Fiona Apple is my favorite artist, but if I couldn't say her, I would say Joanna Newsom is my next favorite. And she's not on Spotify. Yeah. As like an uh like her descent against their like uh payment of artists and I really like getting physical copies of her albums, but I don't have a physical copy of East yet. And I think getting a vinyl of that would be really nice. Can I show you the cover? Why don't Can you we pull look it up? it up? Pull it up. Pull it up, brother. Pull it up. Uh-huh. It's really 
elephant. We were greeted with Elephant's Child. Elephant's cover. Child, narrated by the Jack Nicholson. No, not the yeah, anime series. Yeah. The album. <laughs> so she looks like a princess on this album That's cover. So cool. It's so bucolic and pastoral and synonyms. It's look at all the detail in that, like the folds of her clothes. It's like a Renaissance painting that's also like a trillion different arrows at once. And there's like stuff going on in the way background. The focus is still on her, but then it kind of drifts around. All of her album covers are like that really. Yeah. Except maybe divers, but that would be, I could stare at that album art like while listening to her like harp playing and her amazing voice. That would be a really fun vinyl. I think. Hmm. I'm going to cheat. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of vinyl I want, actually. For but uh, something that's always been on my mind, and there are two of them, and I don't think I'll ever get either. I don't know if they'll be printed at all. But um, either the Minecraft soundtrack <laughs> yo, or the Stardew Valley soundtrack on vinyl. All right. If they ever get reprinted, I'm, I want to nab them because they're great for the background. Yeah. And I just love those games and the you know, the soundtracks that they made and it's just really good stuff to have in the background. Just really good music in general that um gets overlooked. Yeah, well composed. Like it feels like it goes to the background while still being still rewarding if you do give it your time. You yes. know, like you, you can listen to it intentionally and in the background at the same it feels like. They're great compositions too. Compositions, good yeah. words. Alright, you got you got one last one. Uh, Counting Crows, my favorite album by them, which is also 1999. I need to to give them a chance. You will not regret it. Oh my. Uh, There's been one song. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. Uh, It's a conversation. (laughs) But there was this one song that was stuck in my head that I barely listened to. It's probably on the Shrek (laughs) Shrek, uh, Accidentally in Love. What's a problem, baby? Yeah, accidentally in love. You've heard another song because they played Have You Seen Me Lately on the Bear. Oh, and I freaked yes. out watching that yes. with my roommate. Yeah, because I was like, this is kind of gross. Yeah, yes, I'm I, always doing that when it's, there's nothing that crazy about them playing Radiohead or Counting yeah. Crows. Yes, yes. It's kind of par for the course for them. So what was the album? It's called This Desert Life, and it comes from like a not a throwaway line, but like a really brief line in one of the songs. And... That is one of the best sequenced albums I think I've heard because there's like, it starts out with Hanging Around. They played that at production before. That's the one that's like, I'm hanging around this sound corner. I've been hanging around this old town so long. <laughs> you want me to keep going? You have to finish the no, song. <laughs> <laughs> and then it transitions beautifully into Mrs. Potter's Lullaby, which is like a seven minute I've listened to that. Odyssey. It's I good. love that song. And it works so well to yes. have it right after hanging around. Cause there's like that barrier. Like I talked about in the fleet box episode, even though that song's still representative, it feels like it rewards patience. It's, I guess it's a little bit different in that sense. It's very Bob Dylan. Fair. Of, of, like esque. Yeah. Of like the seven minute, a minute, like, um, jam jam yeah. sesh with like you know thoughtful lyrics there, yeah there's like still a point to it it's not like he's meandering by any means you know you're yeah. not like okay where's it going with this it feels like it's seven minutes because he needs that much time to get his point across yeah. like miss mrs potter is a complex character you know all these different that like he just 
each verse has like a different focal point that all works together. Like I love when he says there's a piece of Maria in every song that I sing. Like I feel like putting that at the beginning of the album, then you get to hear the rest of the songs and be like, huh, okay, what's what angle is he approaching this from? And I can't describe how well it flows from one track to the other. So that'd be one that I really want to play front to back. And so vinyl would definitely encourage doing that. And then yeah. there's a hidden track on the last song that Spotify lists as a separate track. So I'd like That's to finally so cool. hear that as like a hidden track versus the 11th on Spotify. It's called kid things mm-hmm. and it's them just joshing around in the studio. And then they start singing the song and then it goes back to them messing around and you're like, is it, it feels like you're invading their privacy. It's yeah, kind of yeah. funny, but I would like to hear that in its original form of like uh, listening to what's the last one. Uh, St. Robinson's Cadillac Dream and then that mm. turning into Kid Things versus two separate tracks. That's so cool. Man. Good question. No problem, man. I mean, we gotta we gotta give people a chance to buy us stuff for Christmas. You know? <laughs> I, I, you notice that? that? A lot of people, I do the same thing where it's like, what do you want for Christmas? And you're like, I don't want a twist, John. But in a weird way, that's not being generous. Right, because you're not, just blocking their good ideas. Yeah, you're not giving them ideas, and they want to care for you well. Um, but also in the same vein, if some if you ask me what I wanted for Christmas, I don't think I'd know what to tell you. Actually, what am I saying? I just gave you three ideas. Yeah, <laughs> hence why we're doing this. Oh my at, gosh! As far as what we've already got, what would you say are some of your favorite like thrifts or steals of vinyl that you've gotten? Steals? Yeah, like when you're like, oh, they don't know what I'm getting, <laughs> brother. I will say, it used to be rumors because I got that for seven bucks, gotcha. which is kind of normal now that I think about it. And like seven bucks for rumors? Yes, that's a steal. Very good quality. That's a heist. One of the really good albums. Really good albums. Um, a banger machine I got Stranger By Billy Joel For um The, the Stranger Sorry um, Drop the the Five Five or six dollars That's amazing That's amazing But my best one Best one by far Uh Stevie Wonder Inner Visions Yes Four dollars That That's that is criminal. criminal. Yes, <laughs> it's criminal. How? That is, so, that, is the, that might be his second best album. I, I I'd say first, but first, yeah, yeah. it's it's his. It, that's when he's in his element. He makes me like not. He makes me realize how much I don't appreciate <laughs> so many faculties of life by listening to that album. I'm like, yeah. this just opens my whole world. It's so good, and um, I got that the exchange, which has a good decent like vinyl section. Yeah, which is true. weird because it goes like vinyl, um, movies, and then video games. It's all the yeah, just that focused of like media, which I guess you makes you sense. wouldn't think you'd get a four dollar Stevie Wonder album from the place where my former roommate got a truckload of Skylanders at one point. You know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Pennsylvania. I've never seen an exchange. Wow. My bad. Well, here you are now. Um, before you answer this question, I wanted to bring up, there's this one, um, artist that I really like, Louis Zong, 
Louis Zong. Something like that. Uh, he's a he plays he does stuff on YouTube, but also just constantly pumps out albums and EPs, and they're amazing. Usually instrumental, but he'll sing and stuff. But uh, he has this series of like Goodwill, like Goodwill vinyl um, beats, and he'll go to Goodwill, find some vinyl, some random stuff that like you would never pick up. And uh, he makes new songs out of that. He mix, it mixes and matches them. That's sweet. It's really good. And I encourage everybody to go check it out because it's definitely worth your time. <laughs> That's cool. Like turning something into something else just from creativity, nothing else, yeah. you know? I feel like There's I'm a... missing a word for that. Remixing? Remixing? Well, sampling, kind of. Sampling. It's sampling. Is it sampling? Sampling, yeah. That's, that's what, what Twami. There's this... There's this producer from New York named Tuami, and he's also really prolific. Like, like he'll drop. I think he dropped at least three projects this year already. Really? Two of them are really good, if I remember correctly. And he <laughs> that's good number. That's, like, that's if good. I could drop three projects in a year, two of them are good. I'm doing fine. But he drops low key constantly compared to the drought that we experience with some other artists and. Uh, he had this one thing that he did on a YouTube channel called Record Roulette, I believe, where he was like blindfolded and got a thrift store record and was like, all right, I'm making a beat out of this, whatever it is. That's and so it cool. was amazing because he like included some of the process of how he did it, of course, and just seeing how much of it comes from his uh, ingenuity versus what song he's starting with. Like, obviously, he takes a lot of he takes a lot of care into what songs he's choosing and it's very intentional about what songs he's turning into his new beats, but he's also just that good of a producer <laughs> that you can yeah. take something random and you're like, Oh, this is him. This isn't that he had good ingredients and he's making a good dish. Like he's just a chef. Man. And all that from uh, thrifting a little vinyl thrifting. Speaking of which, what is your greatest thrift? Your My greatest thrift is also a Billy Joel album. Like the one you mentioned, <laughs> nice. although the stranger was the first album I ever owned. The first album Ooh. I ever bought was Glass Houses. That's really good, too. And I vividly remember like putting that on the uh, record player. It was $5, I think, at the exchange. That's <laughs> and, good. That's good. And I just remember hearing the... Like, you maybe right started, and I was like, this is fantastic. That album is good from front to back because he, he's just having fun. Yeah. I never realized how much fun he's having because he's always able to have such like introspective and like deep songs like on turnstiles and the stranger, especially where you're like, Oh man, he's getting really deep. And then he'll have yeah. such really fun songs elsewhere. He's good at balancing that. And glass houses, I think is a good one to listen to as an album versus the individual songs. So there are great songs like you may be right. And uh, don't ask me why, do you know that one? No, no, I don't. Don't ask me why is about like him seeing through this one girl's like facade that she's like upper class or whatever. So like even when he's having fun with like yeah. a random song where he starts speaking French or whatever, there's a purpose to it. It's all about class. And you're like, okay. He's he's just doing a lot on that album, but it doesn't mm -hmm. feel like he's setting out to do anything. It's not like a magnum opus, and yet he's still casually being a genius. I love it. That's so cool. Yeah, I think that's my best thrift. That's amazing. So yeah We might be done here I think we just wrapped it up Yeah um, 
So I just want to say, I think this is uh, the last episode that will be for the year. And then it's going to be the new year because we post on the 6th, I think. Yep, January 6th. Yeah, so uh, I just want to... Oh, it's also, we're posting this on the 23rd. Two days. <laughs> Christmas Eve. Quit myth. <laughs> so, oh yeah, Christmas Eve of Eve. <laughs> I, uh, we just want to say that, um, you know, uh, starting this podcast has been an amazing time for like this year and uh we're so excited to see what this podcast is like next year definitely gonna have way more experience because uh we started it pretty late in the year but um we want to wish you all merry christmas yes merry christmas and we hope to hear from you and hear either your feedback on the show or hear your opinions on things we discuss in the show or just totally original opinions feel free to like that conversation's open to you as well and I know we're gloating about like uh, vinyl, but like uh, I hope you get whatever you want music related to. If that's an instrument, uh, gift card for Spotify Premium. I don't know if they do that, but like Apple Music, um, CD, um, eight track, eight track. Yeah, I just uh, keep listening to music, guys, and enjoy what you love. And um, also just try and share that love and give. Do your best job to give to the people that you love something that they would love and appreciate because it came from you. Amen. Yeah. All right. We love you guys. Yes. We on, love and appreciate you. On three, we're going to say Merry Christmas and good, do we have to, to, to all do that? to all Christmas. Good night. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like this. <laughs> I'll just say uh, Merry Christmas and good night. Ready? Three. Do you not want to do this? I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Three, two, one. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas and, and good, good night. night.